When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, folks. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If you want to get involved, alongside Coach Tim Welsh, I'm Dallin Cuff. We're going to talk about big injuries in the NFL, big injuries in the NBA. we got great guests coming up, but Coach, I don't want to bury the lead here. It's your son Griffin's 12th birthday. You were called into the bullpen. We had a late cancellation. You live close. Why in the hell are you sitting next to me right now? You know, now? it's uh, a couple dreams come true for me today. Number one, always great to be with you. <laughs> Thanks, you know, Rekindling old memories. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little hoops today, which is mm-hmm. good. Of course, NFL's, NFL's brewing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's always been a dream to sit in the chair of Chris Carlin. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Carlin, uh, the big fella, as we used to call him back in the <laughs> days in New York when he go. was uh, roaming the streets of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's big shoes to fill, though. I, I have to tell you, I was nervous as heck driving over here today just to, thinking that he might be listening and all of his listeners that he has out there and what we need to fulfill, what the expectations. But, yeah, today is the 29th birthday party in the Welsh house over the course of our children. Mm. It's the first one I've ever missed, so... Carlin better buy me some dinner next coach. time. He was in he was in uh, New England last week and he texted me he wanted a good restaurant on Federal Hill. Yeah. Next time that happens, the big fella's picking up the tab. There's no, no doubt about no it. Doubt I'm going to go meet him that night. Don't but. get some pizza with him. May not get any. It, no, it sounds like he's going to mow down at least half that. Oh, uh, he's the best. So anyway, he actually had his wedding at a at a pizza restaurant in New York City. Uh, uh, which, which place? I don't remember. It's okay. a million years ago. The okay. lovely Cheryl and him. But listen, anything on a sports. Sports in an afternoon with you is is special, and uh, I'm not even missed at the party. So <laughs> at this point, you know, when they're 12 years old, they don't miss you. They're like, okay, see you when you get home. You Bye. said there was laser tag there. Yeah, I think I want to be there. Actually, I'm a little, I'm slightly envious. I'd rather be there than here. I'm not gonna lie. Laser tag is, uh, you know, you'll know as a parent. Uh, you know, first it starts with the. Uh, Slip and slides, then it moves, mm-hmm. morphs into the big bouncy houses. Now it's laser tag. They all cost the same. <laughs> Something. A lot. <laughs> Just a shy, shade under 500 Oh, there you go. Hey, that sounds cheap for some people's birthday parties these, these, around these times. I've heard some pretty absurd numbers that uh, parents are throwing off their kids. Hey, I'm just happy to be here. It's a right. great afternoon, and we've got a lot on the docket. Let's get to it. Uh, really, the story of the day out of, out of the Cowboys camp. And it, this is, it's not just because of the Cowboys, which if Cowboys dominate media attention. We give them way more. If this happened in Pittsburgh or if this happened in Green Bay, we may be talking about it too. But it is the Cowboys. Tyron Smith there, all pro left tackle. Uh, out for the season. Uh, has, has an injury basically where the his hamstring tore off the bone. A vulsion fracture of the knee is what it is called. But the hamstring came off the bone. If you saw the video of it, it was almost like, like a sniper took out his leg. It just his body just collapsed. It was brutal to watch. Um, he's out this this whole season now. You lose weapons for for Dak Prescott in the offseason. You've got you're replacing multiple positions in the offensive line for this Cowboys team. Uh, what do you what do you make of this? And what do you make of the Cowboys now, knowing that that Dak's main dude in the left tackle is gone? Well, you know they, they're probably going to have to move their their rookie over Tyler Smith, uh, the rookie out of Tulsa. Um, not ready probably yet, but. Uh, I have a lot of confidence in the coaches of the Cowboys. I mean, Joe Philbin, their offensive line coach, has done an amazing job with uh, really a mash unit over the mm-hmm. last couple of years. And you know, when you when you take 
his schemes, uh, the bodies won't be there to protect Dak and for Elliott. But I, I think that they'll move people around. They'll move. Uh, Kellen uh, Moore is a very good offensive coordinator. Uh, they'll adjust with some of their schemes, I'm sure. But this is a big blow. You can't you can't hide that. Jerry Jones, uh, he's trying to couch it a little bit. Why not? You have to. You have to. Just, you know, you're moving into the season, but it is a huge blow for one of their strengths on the offensive line. Just in terms of numbers, folks, so you understand, and since 2019, courtesy of Hembo, you went from one yard less per carry when Smith's not on the lineup. Remember, he had injury issues last year as well. One yard less per carry. Dak's QBR goes from 78, very solid number, down to 47.2. And as a team, they only win 500% of their games when they're starting high-level Pro Bowl left tackle is not in the mix. Now, you mentioned Jerry Jones and how he's trying to couch this a bit. This is a this is a a quarterback league. It's a weapon league. It's a throw it all over the field league. At least we think Jerry Jones thinks differently. There is no question he was limited. Nobody wanted to say that, but he was very limited. He's in the best shape he's ever been in. Now it is still a fact. We go as Zeke goes. I know it's a lot on Dak's shoulders, but we go as Zeke goes. He's very capable of being everything we've ever wanted to be. The wild card though is the guy that's playing beside him, Pollard. And so we put Pollard in some plans that with Zeke for the defenses to have to work against midweek and be ready to play, then you've got Pollard. We really like where we are running back. But it all starts and stops with Zeke. Listen to Canty and Carlin, uh, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. That's Tim Welsh. I'm Dallin Cuff. You just heard Jerry Jones. Uh, That voice you definitely know and no questions about. That, it, it still surprised me. You, you've got to have a forward thinking, a vision. You've got to have a plan. If you still think that an aging running back in Zeke Elliott, and remember Pollard is a guy that many people think may should start over Zeke Elliott, is that this team goes by him. I, were you as shocked by as I was by that? That just seems so antiquated. It's still amazing to me, though, how the Cowboys operate with Jerry Jones. Yeah. You know, he, that is antiquated, too. I mean, he's front and center talking about positions and schemes and you know who they're going to build their offensive around. Usually that's the head coach. Yeah, well, not him. Uh, I mean, I don't know any other organization that does that. I mean, obviously... Tim, he, he has press conferences after the game, like a coach. It's amazing to me. And, you know, and, and knowing some stuff inside the Cowboys uh, with, with their organization, he treats the coaches very, very well. There's a lot of respect for him, the, and the players and the coaches. Uh, and they kind of know that's who he is. He is who he is with that. And I'm sure Mike McCarthy just, you know, mm-hmm. they go back to the coach's room, just they don't, it, it rolls off their back. You know, they you, you ever have an AD like that when you were coaching? You have an AD talking uh, about your uh, breaking things down? Not a present like that, though. Yep. <laughs> okay, that, that's even worse. <laughs> no, hey, listen, it's, it's all good that they're involved and engaged. But, you know, at the end of the day, when the game's on the line, the coach has to make the decisions. And uh, Mike McCarthy has a wealth of, of experience himself. He's got a really tremendous coaching staff. And, you know, I, I can't say enough about what, watching the Cowboys as close as I do in the past of what Joe Philbin has done moving pieces around out there uh, with his offensive line because they've had injuries in the past, major injuries the yeah. past few seasons and decimation. Yes, for des- sure. Decimated. And uh, I'm sure that's, you know, he's back to the drawing board again with the schemes and moving guys from different positions on the offensive line. You're a Northeast guy. Quick question: who, Who's your Who's your team? Do you have an NFL? Who, who you supported growing up, or who was your squad? I supported the Cowboys. Believe it or not. Okay, that's when you I, when you said as much as I watched. I'm like, is this guy a Cowboys guy? I'm a Cowboys guy and a Brady guy. So we can oh, we can get go. into Brady a little bit too. And he's back. He's back, and uh, he's going to be playing this weekend. He will. He took a maintenance day today. He did not practice a standard, or was it yesterday? Um, but uh, 
Yes, interesting. Cowboys guy, I'm a Steelers guy. I know we're, that. We're going to come. We're going to come back to this in a little bit. You got um, us a few times back in the seventies. Well, yeah, you weren't you weren't even born yet. I was not alive for that. I was alive for 1995 when we lost Super Bowl 30. I'm I was sure dead alive for that. Watched on on NFL films, uh, I, of course. How many times I watched those things were great. The Steel Curtain, Mean Joe Green, the whole Mel Blunt, whole team. Whole I saw Franco Harris at a golf event once, and I said to somebody next to me, "I said, do you know who that guy is? No, who is that guy? He's not that big." I said, "What sport did he play? A baseball?" I said, "No, no, no." He had the greatest reception in the history of NFL, reception. NFL pops was, pops was in the building at exactly. Freeman Stadium back in the exactly. day. Exactly, but it's great uh, to be talking some football here in August. It's uh, it's on the it's on the back burn. Two weeks from tonight. Let's go. There you go. Coach knows it. Uh, coming up, we'll stay in the NFC East. Find out how close uh, we are to this becoming the Eagles' division. Uh, but first, let me tell you about Indeed. When you're running your own business, the last thing you need is running into problems hiring. So check out Indeed. The all-in-one hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. With tools like Instant Match, the moment you sponsor a post, you'll instantly receive a short list of quality candidates who re- whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. You can invite them to apply, schedule, and conduct interviews all from the Indeed website. Visit Indeed.com slash credit to get $75 toward your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's uh, let's turn our attention now to the, to the other big team in this division, the other co-favorite, if you will, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Tim McManus, ESPN Eagles reporter, joins us now. Tim, thank you so much for hopping on with us here. Um, was this injury in your mind? Does this make it the Eagles' division to lose, or did you feel that way before this? Yeah, I thought it was pretty close, uh, but I was giving the Eagles a, a slight edge even before this injury. And now, the to me, the gap got a little bit wider, clearly, with a, you know, a, a significant injury like Tyron Smith left tackle going down for the Cowboys. Uh, when I look at what the Eagles did this offseason and the additions that they made, you know, with A.J. Brown coming in, Hassan Raddick, James Bradbury, Kaiser White, uh, really bolstered what was already kind of a, a growing, good, uh, kind of fundamentally sound roster. Um, so, and you contrast that with the, the offseason that the Cowboys have had, and it just didn't look to me like they added a, a whole lot. And, you know, they don't have the same type of skill position players that they normally do. And, and now they're, they have a little bit of a, a shaky situation up front. So, uh, so right now I think that the Eagles have the edge when it comes to forecasting the division. Tim, what are your expectations for Jalen Hurts going into this season? You know, my, I, they're, they're growing. I'll say that. And I, I think that's true for the coaching staff as well. Uh, Nick Sariani, their head coach, talked today from Miami, and he said that yesterday's joint practice against the Dolphins was the best that he had seen him practice since he came to Philadelphia. And it wasn't because it was like a wow day where he was throwing uh, you know, 50-yard bombs all over the place, but more because he was, he was functioning really well within the structure of the offense and, and getting the ball out quickly. And I think that's something that I've noticed you know, over the course of the summers, that he seems more comfortable operating in this offense. It's the first time that he's had the same play caller in consecutive seasons since his dad in high school. Um, you know, so, so he's obviously enjoying sort of the familiarity of this offense. And, and because of that, he just knows where to go with the football quicker. And so you're, you're seeing the offense perform better and you're seeing the accuracy starting to jump up. And you add that with his, you know, his running ability, you know, that could be a, a, a pretty significant combination, you know, for this, this Eagles team. And so um, the signs have been positive. Uh, the way that the coaches are talking about him suggests that he's, he's made some pretty significant strides between year one and year two as a full-time starter and I'm expected to see kind of market improvement once he takes the field. 
Listening to Canty and Carlin, Coach Tim Welsh, myself, Dallin Cuff, in for Canty and Carlin. Tim McManus, the Eagles reporter, on with us now. Uh, we brought him on to talk a little about the relationship with the Cowboys and that battle in the NFC East, given Tyron Smith's injury for the Cowboys, the all-pro left tackle. But focusing now more on the Eagles, you're just talking about Jalen Smith, right? Jalen Hurts right there. In terms of his season right now, the, the, the pressure buildup, there are rumors that if he struggles again in 2023, they got two first-round picks, maybe they try to draft QB again. The start of their season here, they got the Eagles to start the season on the road, Vikings at home, Commanders on the road, Jags at home. How critical in those first four games? Because we all know the Philadelphia fans, my man. They're, they're going to let him hear it if it don't go well. So how important are those first four games just to set the tone for his season and the pressure that he's got to be feeling? I mean, that quarterback seat gets pretty hot in Philly pretty quick. You know, mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to matter who is on it. Uh, you know, that it's, it's tough being a, a quarterback in Philadelphia. There's no question about that. And I think that you laid it out well, the fact that the Eagles are going to have to make a decision coming up pretty soon about which direction to take this franchise due to the fact that, yes, they have two first-round picks and what's supposed to be a quarterback-rich class coming up in this upcoming draft in April. And also because Jalen Hurts is eligible for a contract extension at the end of this. So, you know, how do they want to take it? And, uh, you know, this year will will help dictate uh, which direction they go in. And to your point, yeah, it starts out, at least on paper, as a, a pre, you know, manageable schedule for sure. And so they need to, to hop out quick. As far as the, the pressure getting to Hertz specifically, you know, I haven't really seen any signs of that yet. I mean, this is a tough market to, to play in, no doubt. But I think that he's wired for it because um, nobody's really tougher on him than himself. And I just don't really feel like he lets the outside noise kind of creep in and affect his day-to-day. He is very regimented. He is very focused. Um, and, I, and I don't think that, you know, the pressure, even though it is significant, uh, is something that's going to, to necessarily impede him. So that's the outlook of Hurts starting out. But, of course, everything gets easier. If you can roll out, you know, go 3-1 and one in the first four, things look a lot brighter in Philadelphia and, and for him overall. Tim, Miles Sanders has not practiced since the Eagles' first preseason game. What's the latest with him right now? Yeah, so he's still dealing with a hamstring injury. The, the way that the coaches are talking, that they don't see this as something significant uh, that will keep him out of the season opener necessarily. But, you know, for fans in the city, uh, you know, it, it does uh, bring on some anxiety for sure because he has uh, injury history. And people know how significant, you know, he of a contributor he can be to this offense, considering that he's running behind one of the best offensive lines in football. And the pieces just fit a whole lot better if you have Miles Sanders as your lead back and then Kenny Gainwell, who had a great rookie season last year coming in in those passing situations and Boston Scott serving as a complementary piece, as opposed to moving the other two guys up and having them in more feature roles the whole offense will just function better with, with Miles Sanders in there. And so it's right to you know, have a little bit of apprehension because of the injury history that he has in his background. But at least for right now, the Eagles aren't panicked. Uh, they believe that he's going to be ready for the opener on September 11th against Detroit. Tim McManus, Eagles reporter, joining us here on Carly and Canton. Coach Tim Welsh, Dallin Cuff in for Carly and Canton. Uh, Canton and Carly. Canty and Carlin, excuse me. Um, in terms of, you just had the, their... Joint practices, along with the Dolphins, uh, canceled due to stomach bug. A lot of times, every coach will tell you, really, the joint practices you get more out of than the games a lot of time, than the preseason games. So how does this set back any of their preparations, any of the, in terms of their cut line with guys? How has this affected their club? 
That's a, it's a really good question because the Eagles definitely buy into the idea that the joint practices are more important in games that they, they, the preseason games that they value them for the fact that you can have ones versus ones in more of a controlled environment where you, you limit uh, the possibility of injury, you know, you put the odds down on that. Um, but, but still there's, there's something to be said for the real thing. And there was a little bit of a concerning moment for me when I watched the last preseason game against the Browns. And maybe you guys remember the play, but the Cleveland quarterback, Joshua Dobbs scrambles out to the left side. Uh, he's going right around out of bounds and the Eagles defense reacted like it was a practice play. Like they didn't hit him. Uh, they just ran past him. Um, and it's almost like, you know, what your habits are, you know, start to affect like, you know, what you, what your performance is. And so the Eagles uh, this summer have had uh, a limited amount of time on the field. It seems like they've taken the extreme route when it comes to um, what is a growing trend around the league of you're practicing less and you're trying to limit injuries. And, and I get all that, but they also only had their starters in for one series in the preseason, and it doesn't look like they're going to play their starters in the finale against the Dolphins on Saturday. And now you take away, uh, you know, one of the joint practices as well. So I think that there's a concern, and and you hit on the fact that there's an easy schedule to start on paper. Uh, You know, are the Eagles going to be ready for that? Are they going to be able to take advantage, um, even against the Detroit team, that probably has a little bit of an opposite philosophy of of going hard in those practices and, and getting the physicality up? So you're ready for the regular season. That's one thing they're monitoring. I don't know that there's any right answer for, for how to approach an off season, but the Eagles have taken it a little bit lightly. And uh, I'm curious to see how that plays out on the field. Once the, the real thing hits. All right, Tim, we're going to wrap this thing up with a simple question. You already said you like, uh, like the Eagles win the division. They're plus plus one fifty for all the degenerates out there to win the NFC. They're plus 1100. That's 11 to one on your money, folks quickly. Tim, is that a waste of money? No, it's not a waste of money. Uh, I think that I think that the Eagles. I'm not saying that they're going to hit it, right? But but they have one of the best rosters in the NFL. I mean, just look across. And of course, the big question is the quarterback position. If if Hertz takes the leap, then they could absolutely take advantage of what is a weak NFC. Who in the NFC scares you? I mean, everybody's got their warts. Uh, so, so I don't think it's a waste of money, man. I, it, it doesn't mean that they're going to do it, but you know, I see a path for them. If, uh, if particularly if the if the quarterback elevates his game, winning the division is critical, and they seem to be the favorite, and that's who I put my money on there. I'll tell you what, Tim, I'm not putting them on plus eleven hundred, but I like your confidence here. Here first, Tim McManus, at least a thousand dollars on eleven to one Philadelphia to get to the Super Bowl. My man, appreciate you. Thanks. All right, guys, take care. All right, we're going to go to break. We just talked about big injuries in the NFL. We got a big one in the NBA, also a big trade. Ramona Shelburne joins us next here on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not 
not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, welcome back into Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance alongside Coach Tim Welsh. I'm Dallin Cuff. You just heard some of the... Caller reaction to uh, Chet Holmgren, number two overall pick in the draft, uh, out for the season uh, after suffering a Liz Frank injury last night in a pro-am up in Seattle. If you haven't seen the play, it was basically a one-on-one with LeBron going full court. He was standing on the tracks a bit as the train's coming through, just kind of got bumped, foot went the wrong way, and he is now out for his rookie campaign. Let's bring in the great Ramona Shelburne, ESPN senior NBA writer, to, to kind of break this down. Uh, Ramona, when you're listening to talk radio today, there's so many people out there being like, why in the hell is he playing in a pro-am? He shouldn't be playing there, complaining about that. In terms of NBA executives and within the league, has that been raised of concern? Will that we find this in guys' contracts in years forward? They couldn't play in events like this? You know what? I don't see that. I think people understand that Like people play in the summer. I mean, I, I had just seen Chet at a run in L.A. the week before. He was, he's been playing everywhere, and he's working out. I mean, that's partially why the Thunder really liked him as a player. That's why he's so well-regarded amongst front offices and, and, and around the league, even as a, as a rookie coming into the league, is because he's so competitive. He wants to get out there and play against veterans. And I, I understand, you know, we've all seen reports about the, the humidity in the gym there. Or what, like, guys are playing in gyms like this everywhere around the league. I mean, it's, it's what you do in the summer. And, you know, I live in L.A., which is kind of like the, the home of the NBA during the summer, right? Like, a lot of guys live here and they train and work out. But, um you know, some of the gyms that they train in are probably just the same kind of quality, if not worse. I mean, I, you know, we've always, I've heard where Clay Thompson got hurt a couple of years ago when he ruptured his Achilles. Not the greatest surface, but it's basketball. There's some level of risk involved now. If he was out riding a motorcycle, it's probably a bigger difference, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I think with the cynical side of me and, and, and anyway, in the league, I've talked about this injury, it's like, I really think Chet was going to have a great rookie year. He's a great player, but the Thunder are on the longest of terms in their rebuild, and so it's uh, maybe not the worst thing for him to have a year to 
build up his body more, develop more physically, heal up from this injury, and come back stronger the next year, and they, they could get another, another, another good lottery pick this year. Yeah, that seems like no doubt. Hoopers are going to hoop. That's just That just is what it is, yeah. and that doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I don't think folks really, really understand that. Guys are going to play. At any level, they're going to hoop. Yep. You know, Ramon, I agree with you. You know, he's got a great future ahead of him. He was certainly impressive in the summer league. And, you know, Sam Presti yep. came out and said, uh, you know, something positive will come out of this. But in your, in your opinion, what does this injury mean for the Thunder? I mean, for any other franchise, I think it'd be fairly devastating, right? Like, this is your number two overall pick who, quite frankly, is I, – I, I'm a believer. Like, I wasn't necessarily a believer in him when he was at Gonzaga. I was small. He's – How's he going to do with physicality? But from what we've seen in summer league, and and even what I just saw live with my own eyes, like a week and a half ago here in LA, like that kid can play. But he also needs to put on some weight. He also needs to put on. He needs to get bigger and stronger. And so, it's not the worst thing to have a year of development. There's a lot of lot of top players who come into the league who've had something like this. Ben Simmons had this. Joel Embiid had this for two years. I mean. It's uh, it gives them. They have a great player development staff, and they're not in a hurry to get good. If anything, I think it. They would probably not mind one more year of of not being all that great because next year's draft class is a great draft class. Yeah, Chet Holm just Chet just turned twenty back in May. So we always talk about red shirts yeah. in college. This is basically a red shirt year. Work on his body. Work on his mentally understanding the game. And hopefully he comes back mm-hmm. uh, ready to go. You're listening to Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio alongside Coach Tim Welsh. I'm Dallin Cuff. The great Ramona Shelburne is on with us now. Uh, big news, big trade today. Uh, Pat Beverly yeah. moves, moves over to Lakers. Uh, Stanley Johnson and uh, um, another piece goes over the other way in terms of the trade. Uh, but Beverly is stealing the headlines, obviously, coming to the Lakers and coming to play with LeBron and AD. What, what do you make of the trade? And does this help a team that, when they won a title, were top three in defense efficiency? And last year, I believe they were 28th in the league. Does this move them better to where they need to be? Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you a little insight. I'm sitting outside of uh, the L.A. radio studios here where I'm going to host in about a half hour, okay? And this is all we're going to talk about because <laughs> this, is, this is just Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly on the same team. And if you know the NBA and you know their history, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm old enough to remember and I was, and actually have been there for when this, this rivalry started. Um, Patrick Beverly was on the Rockets. Russell was in Oklahoma City. And when Patrick dove at, for a ball going out of bounds and ran into Russell's knee, and he was out for the playoffs, had an MCL pair or something on that play, um, and then Russ thought it was a dirty play. Like this, this, this bad blood goes way back between those two, and now they're teammates. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for the Lakers. Have fun, Darvin Ham, new coach. Another another fun. Uh, thing for him to work on <laughs> in, his, in his role. Um, I also like it for the Utah Jazz. Like I, the, the, the piece that they got here is Kalen Horton Tucker, and he's uh, a second-round draft pick the Lakers had a couple years ago who they were very high on. He's the guy they didn't want to put in a trade with Toronto a couple years ago when they were trying to get Kyle Lowry for a stretch run. Um, they were very high on him. They gave him a nice uh, three-year deal where he's making $12 million a year because they were so high on him. Um, last year was kind of a regression year for him. He didn't, they gave him opportunities. He didn't, he didn't run with them and he didn't have a good year last year. So he's kind of a, do you believe in him and his potential uh, type of player? I think the jazz, the jazz are in a position right now where they can, they can take swings like this and see if he um, is worth the, the contract that they gave him a couple years ago, or if he's not, because otherwise uh, this is the last of his deal. So uh, he has a player up into the final year, but he's, he's a relatively, 
um, good contract for a team in the Jazz's position. Plus, Patrick Beverly is not gonna wasn't really gonna be a factor for the Jazz this year. They're not. They're not. A, they're, their goals are different, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to say it like that, they're not. They're not trying to to, to build off of last year. There, if anything, they're rebuilding. And uh, I think it's a, it's it's a really interesting trade. I thought, frankly, I thought they could have got more for Taylor Horton Tucker. He's a he's a really good young prospect, but that's kind of the swings you have to take if you're the Lakers and you don't have a lot of flexibility. Well, Ramona, we've all had friends that separated for a while and then they got back together. They didn't go through the divorce proceedings and then all is good in, yep. in Loveland. Is all good and well in Brooklyn now with KD announcing and the Nets, excuse me, the Nets announcing that KD's coming back and we're going to go for the championship with our new big, our big three and all of our additions? Um, I wouldn't say all is well, <laughs> but all is well enough. Um, and, and you know, you weren't you weren't wrong when you said Katie announced it because if you notice his the statement was a joint statement, which is something I've never seen before, um, where he had his boardroom, which is his company logo, on the joint statement along with the Nets. Very different, but they you know it's a signal that they want to see themselves as partners going forward. Um, that makes sense to me. So I think it's a I think both sides recognize that they don't that Kevin didn't have leverage to force this. He's got four years left on his deal. The Nets cannot get anywhere close to value for him. And so, you know, if he still wants to be moved eventually, he's got he's to show up and play. He's got to honor the contract. His options were not good. Like, his options are show up to training camp and not play and then not get paid. And that doesn't – I mean, that didn't really work well for Ben Simmons last year. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Kevin Durant, like, kind of recognized – I don't think I don't think he ever wanted to get to a place where he was not playing basketball. He's not the kind of guy who would sit out. He loves the game too much, and I, I don't see him ever taking that tactic. Especially but at forty nine million, have they solved everything? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, have, have they solved anything? Uh, they solved it enough. Like they solved it before training camp, which is good. Um, but I, I don't think the New York media is going to shy away from asking questions. When, when he does show up and step in front of the microphone. And, and almost every day, the same questions over and over and over again until they get something. Ramona, thank you so much. Yep. We appreciate it. Enjoy radio out there today in L.A. Sounds good. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Get renter's insurance to protect the things that make your place a home, including coverage for the theft or for theft or damage. Visit Progressive.com. All right, we just went over the Lakers a little bit. We touched on KD. KD and the Nets are the fourth favorite, third favorite, excuse me, plus 750 to win the NBA championship. When we come back, I'm going to tell you why that's freaking ridiculous. No defense. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Uh, Coach, today there was a special day in European soccer. The champions! You have no clue what that means. Look at your face. You look lost as well, could be right now. Of course I do. Oh, you do? I follow you. I, I know you're a soccer guy. I know you're fo- football, football guy. Football. Either way, I don't care. Americans, it doesn't matter. Just watch the game. Enjoy the game. I don't care what terms you use. P- field, pitch, match, game. Don't care. Here's my thing, though. With the Champions League draw today, it is, for folks that don't know, in Europe and soccer, every domestic league has their own league, but then there's the Champions League. You have to qualify for that, either winning your league or finishing at a top you know, one, two, or three, or four, depending upon your country. Uh, long story short, the draw, the 32 best teams... We're put in different pots and different groups. It runs concurrent to the domestic season. So you have in the Premier League, you have that season, then you have the Champions League. My beloved Arsenal's not in it because we capitulated late last year and we finished fifth. Maybe they'll be in it next year. But my point to you, though, is Adam Silver's brought this up before with the NBA. In-season competitions, would you be open to having something like a cup competition that is separate from the regular season? Do you think that'll help in terms of... What I'd love to see is have less regular season games, bump bump that number down, create a separate cup competition, whether it's just a straight-up tournament like the FA Cup or it's a group competition like the Champions League. If you want to involve from European teams, fine too. I don't care what you do. Get creative and find a way to generate more regular season interest and have these concurrent things, which is not normal in American sports. But if you borrow from elsewhere, we could have success here. Would you want to see that? I think so. I think Adam Silver's thinking that way. He's talked about He's it. He's talked about it, and uh, why not? I mean, yeah. the season does drag on, and, and you want games to be important. And you want, you know, you know, guys are taking games off in the middle of the season, and you know they would play in those type of situations. So it would be a tune-in type of day. Yeah. It'd be like Christmas Day. You mm. know, everybody watches Christmas Day. No one takes Christmas Day off when you're mm-hmm. in the NBA. So it would be another uh, weekend or whatever it is uh, where you have – an end game. You have a champion and something to, just something new, something new and exciting. I mean, Adam Silver is the most creative commissioner in sports. Mm-hmm. I think if he does it, people will want to be a part of it. And I think what could be cool about it is what we love about the NCAA tournament. It's that one and done situation. It's that moment. Now that means your season ends here. Your season went in, but the teams that are competing for a lot, let's say competing for lottery spots, they are competing in their tank of tank of Palooza. They may still turn it on for these events and these type of situations. If you incentivize them properly to see a one and done situation and again, incentivization is really critical because you get some of the best players to really want to give it up. But I think you get creative here and you borrow some stuff. And now that we have more Europeans involved, maybe European teams fly over here. We actually play some games. That could be interesting, too. That could be. And also, I would like to see, you know, the fans of the Eastern Conference would like to see Steph Curry more than once a year. So, so bring him in. Bring him into the Boston Garden another time, another night. And I think that's that in itself would be special. That year, when they were 25-0 and or something, I saw that 26 game in the Garden. That was a special environment, to say the least. We're back in 10 seconds talking KD in the Nets. What's up, folks? Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, and your smart speakers in for the guys. Coach Tim Welsh, I'm Dallin Cuff. Uh, we just had the great Ramona Shelburne on earlier. Last block talking about uh, the injury to Chet Holmgren. If you don't know, that's number two overall pick for the Thunder. is out for the season, suffered an injury in a program. Um, trying to defend LeBron in a one-on-one situation, full court after a loose ball. i got to be honest, Coach, I couldn't guard a chair. I wouldn't there. I'll tell you, I was just—I don't know why he didn't go Matadors. Get the hell out of the way. 
Well, you know, Ramona makes some great points. Uh, everybody's going to work out. You have to work out in the off season. What? You can't just shut it down and only work out at your practice facility. But you know, there's a, there's a few troubling items with this. Uh, number one, I guess the NBA said not. I guess they said it was okay. It was sanctioned, but are they warming up properly? Are they you know, the facility? Is it being? Is it being? Is it a proper facility? It wasn't. It wasn't, and it, it wasn't. But you know, guys are going to hoop, and you—I mean, I've hooped yeah. in wet floors, and you hoop in damp floors. I mean, some of the summer leagues we played out in Long Island back in the day—you couldn't fit your—you couldn't like fit your foot in the corner of the gym. And there were multiple pros, Speedy Clax, and uh, who else was on the court? My man Wally Zerbiak on the court sometimes. Like dudes are—we're playing with NBA players, yeah, like, in this tiny little buildings. But guys want to hoop. It's a freak injury. I mean, it yeah. can happen anytime. It can happen working out by yourself. That's no. why I think people are people calling in saying you shouldn't he shouldn't be playing. That's it's asinine. You're going to play somewhere. You're going to play in a pickup game. You're going to play in a, pro, a pro-am. You're going to play pickup games with other pros. But you can get hurt at any point in time, anywhere. It's just unfortunate for this guy where there's so many questions about his body that he gets hurt here. Um, there will still be questions about his body when he comes back. That's not going to change. He has to prove those wrong over time. We'll see if that actually happens. Um, let's get into a little bit of the KD situation with the Nets. Obviously, big news. Pat Beverly moving over to Lakers in a trade. We'll touch on that a little bit later in the show. But KD in the Nets, he stays, obviously, or whatever. They agree that he's not going anywhere. The thing that surprises me, it doesn't, I guess, because you understand Vegas. You want to get equal money on either side. You want people to bet, but you don't expose yourself too much. The Nets are plus 750. That's 7.5 to 1 on your money. That is tied for the third best in the NBA, along with the Bucks, who have a roster that's pretty locked in. And you're you're behind Golden State, and you're behind the Celtics, actually, plus 500 is the favorite right now. Long way off from starting the season, but still... Is that just, I mean, to me, the coach, that is insane. They don't guard anybody. I really don't know if Ben Simmons really wants to play basketball. I don't know if Kyrie really wants to play basketball. I know Durant wants to hoop. Durant's one of the few superstars that I think he wasn't willing to sit out. So, yes, he's kind of come back and play. But for them to be the third favorite in the NBA right now, I think that's just fine. That completely ridiculous. If you're looking to waste some money, throw it on the nets. Well, you know, they they got swept by the Celtics. We all saw that. No Joe Harris. Uh, no Ben Simmons. You know, Will, those two guys... Supposedly, but will be back. But what is Simmons going to be? I mean, he hasn't played in a year. We don't I have know. No clue. And do, and you made the point: Is Kyrie going to show up to work? Does he want to play? I don't know if either one of them want to play. Coach. Sixty-five games at least. No, seventy. <laughs> no, thanks. So. And people forget KD missed twenty-seven games this year yeah. Yeah. after missing half the season the year before, and then the whole entire season the year before that. Yeah. So I mean, that's why my point with the Celtics trade trying to trade. Um, Jalen Brown for him is like you're going to trade a 25 year old for a 34 year old who's been injured the last few years and is asked out of the last three teams he's been on. Yeah. So I mean, listen, I love Kevin Durant. He's, I think, sometimes he's getting bad advice. Maybe he's leaning towards the Kyrie side of things. And then the other point of that is Steve Nash, and is he going to going to grow as a coach? Mm-hmm. You know, he's thrown into that situation. He's never coached before. Never an assistant coach. We've not seen that very often in basketball. We saw it with Pat Riley. That that turned out okay. Yeah. But Steve Nash, uh, upon first review, not not a good review. I mean, he doesn't get his team to play hard every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't run much on the offensive end. And then, of course, as you pointed out, they don't guard anybody. Real quick, coach, when you when you're. You obviously know what the experience is going from an assistant to a head job at the, at the collegiate ranks. You talk to coaches all the time. But how difficult is that now to stand in front of that locker room when the star asks for you to be out and asks for the GM to be out? Now you're stepping in there. Now you are Steve Nash. You're a Hall of Famer. But you still got to walk in front of that locker room and you have to make these guys do what you're asking them to do. 
It's brutal. Yeah. And it's it started not not only with that, it started with Kyrie saying a year ago, uh, well, we don't really have a head coach. We don't really need a head coach. We just, you know, we're by committee. And then Kyrie saying after the season, you know, he's going to meet with management. We're all on the same team. You know, just a lot of stuff out there. It's just how do you handle that? And, you know. The way to handle it is if you've got a guy that steps to the front and says, okay, this is my team. I'm putting you on my back. But will KD do that? He's the guy that's come out, come out and said, okay, we want the coach out. You know, Magic Johnson wanted Paul Westhead out, and he was gone. Yeah. And that's when Pat Riley mm-hmm. rolled in. So I'm not sure Steve Nash is safe yet, yeah. even though uh, the ownership said he is. And they're saying all the right things, but it's a very difficult situation. It's 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 a the difficult situation on different levels, and let's flip back to the X's and O's. They don't guard anybody, and, and and in terms of their actual offense, I'm interested to see when they get in situations where they have. And again, playoff basketball is different. We could they could be they could be 62 and 20. I don't care in the regular season. It does not matter when you get in the playoffs and guys play at a different intensity and guys are scouting differently and their adjustments are made and little tweaks are there. I don't I'm not, I don't have the confidence that that team is going to be able to play through those situations, and I don't think they'll be 62 and 20 on top of that. Well, one mistake they made is they let Ime Odoka leave. They yeah. should have put, hired him as the head coach and yeah. not let him go to one of their main rivals because he is a defensive coach. He uh-huh. is a player's coach, and he's tough. You know, he's a, It's a tough combination, player's coach, defensive coach, and very well-liked. And he made those guys do what he was asking them to do. He made them get better. He made them improve. And that, that team defensively, the Celtics went from night and day from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. All right, we're going to break. When we come back more from Canty and Carlin.